Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by Draw Your Picture, where you can get me to draw you just about anything. Check out what I've done for others and see what I can do for you over at drawyoupicture.com. Also by our patrons like John Yan, Johnny Steinklobber, and Julie Bramstedt, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus story stickers and ad-free listening and more. Join today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, I'm James. And I, I'm James. No, I'm James. Anyway, you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we bring your real-life stories into the spotlight. It's episode 422, brought to you the week of August 25th, 2022. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and the other day my son was in the bathroom doing his schoolwork. Guess what he was working on? I I don't know. <laughs> Poop calculus. <laughs> what? <Get> it? <laughs> no. It was, oh, that's because it wasn't funny. That's why. It's a bathroom joke. Poo, poo calculus. Pre-calculus. Oh, poo-calculus. oh, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should have said pre-crapulous. <laughs> See, right. I should have. I should have. That's what I should have gone with. It's all right. I heard a joke today. Um, yeah? What do, you, what do you call What do you call it when a cow jumps over an electric fence but only makes it part way? And the answer was utter destruction. Okay. But utter destruction. the problem was I was a butt because I, because I thought I knew better and I knew utter was going to be in the jokes punchline. So I said, I don't know, but it's going to be utterly devastating. <laughs> and I stole her punchline. Oh, it was <laughs> basically because it was just, you know, nickels and dimes between the two answers yeah. and i was like i kind of talked to myself later i'm like you can't ruin other people's jokes james you can't do it <laughs> so that was high school james coming out wasn't oh, it? oh i don't know it was bad james it was eye rolling james <laughs> and i i i i didn't apologize because you can't you know apologize for something like that you just have to never do it again and, right uh, i'm like i wouldn't like that done to me so mm. you know i'm not gonna do it to other people but poo calculus was bad. That yeah, was, that was awful. I don't even know where you're getting your jokes at, but you know. that was a re- that was from real life. <laughs> 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 yeah, in my head, I thought it would be a lot funnier, <laughs> a lot funnier. And um, now I, I like it suddenly <laughs> that, you, that you thought it up and it was based on real life. So <laughs> it's a true story. It's a true I always story. think stuff, you know, it comes from real life is better than recycling other people's jokes. But you know, they call a comedian who uses all of his own stuff. I, I don't know. Y'all. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know if they say that. Or I don't not. either. Um, we always open with a story and uh, Benjamin Culbertson sent us today's it's called customer yeah. disservice. And it really hits home with me now that I work in the customer service industry. Hey, James and John, it's Ben from Milton, Florida. 
About a year ago, I got a job at a local coffee shop, and I love it. But alas, sometimes we get some weirdos coming in. He's using weirdos. I would say buttheads, but... <laughs> weirdos. This took place a couple of weeks ago in a very, very busy Saturday afternoon. So a lady and her daughter come in, and they right away skip a couple of people in line, which is Ooh, about five or six nice. people. Yeah. But they didn't seem to make a fuss about it, so I didn't say anything. Several moments later, I have her at the register asking me asking, what can I get for her? I want a large cappuccino, she said in a snobby tone. And my, how do you order coffee in a snobby tone? Is there really a need <laughs> yeah. for that? Is there a need for that? My job is customer oh, right, service. No. So I responded with a smile. All righty, large cappuccino. What else for you? And I grabbed a, a large hot cup because cappuccinos, from what I know, are the lattes with a lot of foam. So she looked at the cup in disgust and said, no, 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 I want it iced, silly. But, oh, fuck. I should have read your mind. Yeah, but there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem on top of the, the buttness is uh, since a cappuccino has so much foam, it has to be hot. You have to steam the milk to get the foam. And I kindly tried to explain this to her. Then afterwards, she says, you are lying. I have gotten an iced cappuccino from here before. And her daughter is looking extremely embarrassed at this point. I look over at my shift leader. We'll call him Nick. And he see, he sees I'm in a pickle, and he kindly takes over. So that that's really good, actually. That's very nice. <laughs> After a couple of minutes, a long line is formed behind the difficult lady. And so Nick just says, okay, we'll make you an iced cappuccino. But I'm warning you, it probably won't taste good. And she says, yes, it will, because I get it here all the time. And since it was a long line, Nick held the register since he was more experienced at getting through long lines fast. So it fell to me to make her iced cappuccino, which is impossible, mm. according to this guy. Iced, quote unquote. Yeah. I, I did so with much joy. And when she took a sip, it makes me smirk to this day, the look on her face. When you put ice in a hot drink, the ice melts. So what she got was a lukewarm espresso flavored milk water. You made this wrong. I want another one made right. And so I switched off with Nick, which is which. And what happened is what you would expect. I made this one wrong. You made this one wrong as well. Where's your manager? So I moped to the back of the busy store and grabbed my manager, who is in a small meeting with the owner. We'll call the manager Jeff. How can I help you, ma'am? He says politely. Nobody can make, oh, nobody can make my iced cappuccino correctly. <laughs> he apologized and remakes it himself. And what do you think happened for the third time? That's right. It was nasty again. After a bit of discussion, my manager ended up thinking it through and said, I think what you're describing is called an iced Americano, not a cappuccino. In mm. total, it was probably 45 minutes before we came to Holy this conclusion. Cow. Me and my coworkers had a good laugh over it, and we still do now and then. If you're going to be a butthead, at least be sure you know what the heck you're asking for. Benjamin Culbertson. <laughs> Goodness gracious. He was so nice. But that was uh, definitely an LBB. One of the many tools mm. of the devil. Yeah. Get yeah. that one. Yeah. I, this one of the benefits of my job is I don't work with the customers. I work in the back. Of Chick-fil-A. Yes. And I, I, don't, I don't deal with the customers directly. So in my mind, everybody's nice and peaceful, and they're ordering their chicken 
with smiles in their faces and Jesus in their hearts. And everybody leaves happy. Everybody's so, happy. so happy. Nobody's complaining, you know. All I know is this. If you can't order chicken at Chick-fil-A without getting upset, then you're just a problem. Because those people will bend over backwards trying to make whatever they did wrong right if they do anything yeah. wrong in the first place. They will literally bend over backwards. And um, yeah, so the problem's on your side if you... They will chase you down if you forget your fries. Yes. They will follow you onto the highway. And yeah. On, on fast running too. Very fast. Very fast. And those fries I, will still be hot. Perfect <laughs> amount of salt. That's right. We mm. have a salt we have a salt dispenser that you push buttons on it and it dispenses Ooh. the right amount of salt for how many fries you just made. And really? I I know how to work it and I know how to refill oh. it. And I know where it hides when it's not obvious where it is. So I've learned a lot of things about salt. So anyway, uh, it's time for us to rewind the week. Rewinding. All right. This is where we take a story from the last seven days or so and retell it and share it with you guys. And so I swear I've told this one before, but John says I haven't. So I'm going to share. I don't, I don't recall it. it. Maybe there. it happened when I wasn't here, but that was a been a long time. I, I need to get it off the list. It's been bugging me. All right. So I, right. I live in the city in, in, in St. Louis and the city is full of, well, I'll use, I'll, I'll use uh, Benjamin's word weirdos. Um, we're used to seeing <laughs> weird things, but um, we were at a stoplight and we saw these two people stopped on, on an off ramp and they were outside their car looking in a patch of grass. And it's very important that I mention that this patch of grass was just what was growing between the gutter and the street. It was just growing up out of the crack of, of, of the asphalt. So it wasn't a patch of grass, really. It was more of a, a sprig of grass. You know what I'm saying? It just, yeah. there, nobody's going to mow the, the highway. And so right. it, it's it, not even a meeting. It's, yeah. It's something. Yeah. Eventually some car will run over it and it'll die. It was just there. And I, and I, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting what they're doing. And I turn to my son and I says, let's do Sherlock and let's try to figure out and discern what they're doing based on just what we can see. And so mm. we started doing that. I'm like, well, it's obvious that he cares a lot about what's going on here. Cause he's looking through the grass. They've probably lost something and she doesn't care much because she's on her phone and it's probably <laughs> maybe a ring or maybe keys, and maybe that's why they stopped their car, but it, they must have dropped it and stopped quick because they're not very far away from the patch of grass. And and I was really trying to get into it. My son was rolling his eyes because um, everything He dead, wasn't playing the part of Watson at all? No. Well, then he was because I think Watson's job is to roll his eyes. At, at oh, Sherlock. right. Yeah, yeah. There so anyway, um, so then they switch places and the woman starts digging through the patch of grass looking and he goes to the back of the seat of the car and he brings out a bag and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's a bag full of? What's a, he's got something in the bag. He's going to, you know, may, maybe they lost, uh, maybe there's a, a bug in there or something that they want. No, he brings <laughs> this plastic bag from like Walmart or whatever and he pulls up the entire sprig of grass with the dirt included puts it in the bag, takes it, puts what? it in the back of his trunk, closes the trunk, 
They get in the car and leave, and my Sherlock brain just melts down because I have no idea what I just witnessed. I can't think of any reason why they would do such a thing, and all I could say was it was a city, a city thing. I just, uh, I don't know if they were trying to get some free grass. Maybe they needed some sprigs for for the house. Got a spot in my yard that's missing a little grass. Yeah, so just I, get some highway grass maybe, and put it in there. Maybe there's something I don't know about this particular style of grass that the city uses, and it oversprayed and got <laughs> stuck in the crack there. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe he dr- spilled drugs in the grass, and he it was powder form or something. And so he needed to burn the grass, you know, I need it back, man. I mean, it didn't look like any, any illicit substance. It looked just like grass, but maybe somebody out there has a story and, and could like play the retail harp, you know, and tell us what, what was actually going on there and give me some context because, um, it was definitely up there on the weirdness scale. It, did they look like they might be scientific or did he look like he might be of, you know, <laughs> that would make sense. a science type. But I'm telling you, person. there's nothing made sense about this whole thing. <laughs> that would make I sense. I was looking for herbivorous spavospherecus. You know, if, and if, I found if, it. If they had little traffic cones around the, the, the site, you know, and maybe some police tape, you know, caution tape around there. And like they, like they were hunting for something, but I was totally off. Uh, maybe they did lose an earring, you know, in that, in that specific spot, they couldn't find it. And she's probably like, look, we can't sit here all day looking for the dumb thing. Whatever the thing is, just grab the grass and we'll take it home. (laughs) And we'll look for it. I think I've almost located it. (laughs) Eureka. It is herbivorous. Have a square and get a little slavicus. Asparagui. I believe Uh, I've located this. Fantastic specimen of a being on this blade of grass. It's been like a month now, and and I just have a feeling that it's still in the back of his trunk. And they and they they're like, we got to go through it eventually. We got to get this task over with. So he's still growing back there, except it's deprived of sunshine, and so it's turned all yellow. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're waiting for it to rot, and whatever they lost will just be still there. I don't know. I don't know. I just stopped trying to make sense of it. That's the thing. I got to stop thinking about it because that's why I needed to get it off the board here. Um, yeah. Because I kind of have a list of weekly rewinds and uh, people taking grass was one of them. And now I can delete it. It's gone. <laughs> Thank you. I think you did that one that you've got highlighted there too already. Oh, I did? Okay. Last week. Okay. But your coworkers, Boom. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's time to flush that line. All right. Well, I'm clear. I'm clean. I'm going to have to have some new adventures now. Now, yeah. Well, you know, you've got you've got plenty of uh, opportunities working in uh, the 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 Lord's chicken farm. Yeah. So, maybe maybe maybe. I had some adventures today. Okay. Yeah, so um uh funny funny stories kind of maybe. Um uh, one of one of my coworkers, um, he uh, this isn't the story. He said, "Hey, I, I heard about the backpack last week." <laughs> and he shared it with he shared it with the guy that it actually happened to. So uh, so JP and his wife listened to this, this to the show, and I'm like, "Oh man, that's, that's cool." My that. my friend <laughs> Adam great. from work listened to the show because we talked about him and his 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 uh, 
his fried eyeball. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So he got, he got people from this. How's his eye, by the way? It's fine. It, I actually okay. asked him yesterday, but he's got people at work listening to the show now. And, and so now I have nice stickers for everybody. So. Well, welcome co-workers of James. Thanks. Welcome to the show. Yeah. But anyway, welcome co-workers of mine too. Tell, tell us, good tell to have what, you here. Tell us what happened. Tell us what happened. Well, so this is what happened. So he said, hey, I heard about the backpacking. Um, he says, yeah, I, I listened to the first part of your show so I can stay up to date on what's happening around here on campus. <laughs> <laughs> he said, then I turn it off. So oh. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Like, he was just kidding. He's kidding. In fact, he was in here today. He's, he has to do some nebulizer stuff. <laughs> you know what a nebulizer is? No. Okay, so Sounds like, like if you have like breathing difficulties, you can take medicine. To get nicotine into their bodies. Uh, that's vaping. Oh, okay. It, but it's kind of the same thing. This is like vaping, except you're doing it with medicine. Okay. And he's got this machine that, you know, turns the air and, and turns the medicine into like a vapor so he can breathe it in. It's like a breathing thing. So it Anyways, is like vaping. Over, it is. It is. It looks exactly like it. Uh, <laughs> and and he was, uh, he's over there. He's got this big, huge beard. And he's over there. And he's, the thing looks like a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's vaping this pipe. <laughs> but anyways, that's not the story, okay? <laughs> that's that was that was the Higgins uh, effect guy, by the way. He's the one that coined the term the Higgins effect. You know what that is? No. It's when you it's when you feel a vibration in your pocket and you think it's your phone, but your phone isn't oh, in there. Oh yeah, that happens to me yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's what we call the Higgins effect because he he did that. So Okay. But anyways, I I, I now I'm I'm a full time employee for the school now. So I, I've moved over from working for the church, and oh, now wow. I'm, I work for the school. Wow. Big change, all right? So nothing's changed except for the, the name on my paycheck. Um, and, uh, and, and, but one of the things that has changed, because I just said nothing's changed, but some things have changed, is that I actually have to uh, go get a drug test. Oh. Right? So... Um, because you know all of our school employees have have drug tests before they're they're hired. Well, your conditional employment is conditional on your drug test. Yeah, yeah. Hope you do so, good. And and I'm an awkward guy. Uh, I, when I get hope nervous, you're not I, an I awkward druggy. No, I, I hope not. I don't know what that means. Um, I was in <laughs> HR though. I was talking because the HR and the business office, they're all in one room. It's not a big, big department, really. Um, and I, and I, I was talking because there was a couple other guys in there. I was like, oh, man, I hope I passed my drug tests and stuff like that right in front of the HR manager. She says, you can't say that. Now I'm going to have to have a random <laughs> drug screening done on you. Oh, no. It's like, oh, <laughs> no. I, and, and I just got awkward and started rambling after that because I'm an idiot and um but today today I went to go get my drug test okay you and know what kind of drug and, test and was it's it? not a written test no it, it wasn't written you yeah. you have to make a deposit do for you such do a thing. drugs yes or no no yeah. no. no of course I, I thought know. it might be like what kind of drug is this it does that no it's nothing like that no it's nothing like that you you have to make a deposit and see I I knew this going in because so, you know I'm not you, you that much of an idiot. Is what? Yeah, yeah, pee in a cup. Yep. See, that's the when I was at, when I tried out for Amazon, I thought that was what they were going to make us do, but they led us to these these clear 
like your like stations and and uh i was like i'm not doing that here <laughs> you know there's a lady right next door you know it was it was oral they had you suck on a freaking they had you think of something tasty for 15 seconds really? and then they would they made you put your spit in a in a swab and then oh yeah it was weird dude it was totally different it's totally different de- de- demoralizing it was it was like a DNA test or something. It was. You're weird. gonna stand in a plastic booth and think about something you really want to eat, and then you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna slob your mouth. Then we're gonna just have you stick your tongue on the wallpaper <laughs> inside this <laughs> circle. Snowsberry. <laughs> snowsberry. Like snowsberry. Snowsberry tastes like snowsberries. Uh, we are the dream makers. Anyways, I, I I had to go get the test today. Okay. I went, and I told myself the whole time I'm not gonna say something stupid. And I'm not going to crack dumb jokes, right? And I, because that's what I do when I'm nervous, and um, and I didn't. I'm proud of myself. Ah. I went and did the thing, and it was very awkward because you know you're you're holding a specimen cup with your urine in it, yeah, and you're like, here you go. I just made this for you, and it's awkward and weird. But I didn't make any stupid jokes, and I thought of a few of them. I was like, I'm going to say this, and it's going to be funny to me. And then the nurse was just gonna laugh out of pity, right? And right. Uh, and and then I I I realized I didn't have to say anything. You at, at all. did it. You did it. I did it. See, the last time so. I took one of those, they sent me in with a cup and a marker, and I had really? to write my name on it. And <laughs> I also wrote, "There's probably pee on this on it." <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna on throw the, the marker on away. The label. Yeah. No, I, I wrote it on the on the label. I was just like, "There's probably pee on this." Just letting There's you know. Probably pee on this, just so you know. Oh man, uh, I want to thank a couple of patrons. Luke Barnett, he, he became an annual supporter, and Vanessa hey, Trapnell. Thanks. thanks for your annual support. We love our patrons, and we desire you to become a patron. Um, if you don't like ads, and who does? Uh, you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. And uh, yeah. if you go annual, it you save ten percent, and so it's like, why not? You know, I, I yeah. Who, who needs another subscription? You say, I say, you do, you do. So yeah. anyway, if you can, you should. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, and and eight hundred and ninety nine more of you uh, will will probably. I can taste uh, John. <laughs> oh, I uh, forgot about my tasing a thing. I I have a thing about oh, tasing. Oh, yep. he said. Man. He said tasing, not teasing. No, I like tasing. I want to tase somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could actually do it when it comes down to it, but I, I just love, I want the one that has the prongs that shoot out. Yeah. And has so the wires away connected. Yeah. I want to, I want to get it good, man. <laughs> I want to be facing them head on and I don't want them to shoot me. I would hurt. That would hurt. So anyway, uh, we got some listener emails, Cameron Suick. Uh, Sal, Sal, Salchek. I'm sorry. He, he actually pronounced his name for me. Cameron Salchek. He's dealt with that his whole life. Poor guy. Uh, Suik, Suik. No, it's Salchek. It's Salchek. Okay. Um, hi uh, James. Salchek, please. He said, I, I started with the episode COVID knows thinking the podcast was stand up comedy. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> I'm standing right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting and trying to be funny, but. Uh, he said, I couldn't stop laughing, though. I'm sad, though, uh, that I was listening backward. 
it got to the point that I wanted to listen from square one, and I'm so glad I did. I'm now listened, I've listened from episode one to episode 151. People who are listening backwards, please go back to episode one. If you do not, you will miss out on so much. I love your <laughs> podcast, and for the sake of the bell, I hope it makes it on the show. We will send oh, in it. I'll send in a story soon, Cameron Salchek. So Gotta thank earn you. Earn that bell. That's right. Cameron. Uh, from Anonymous, um, I asked him if I could put this on the show, and he said, yeah, but don't use my name. And I was like, okay, oh. okay Bill. Um, Anonymous. <laughs> crap. Anonymous doesn't like to tell their name. No, they don't. They, they, like, they, they also do, uh, 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 what is it called? Un, unmentionable prayer requests? What do you say? Unspoken. Oh, I have an unspoken. unspoken prayer request. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm anonymous. I didn't come to this prayer meeting to be teased by the likes of you. Tell me what your dirty <laughs> secret is. You dirty lady. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I always imagine it's something terrible that they just yeah. can't, they can't let it out. I buried my husband in the basement <laughs> of my house. Exactly. And I want to pray for forgiveness. I no, I, I just want to pray for good air. I just want clean air. I want him to decompose like a mummy. So I can oh, leave he's his still alive. He's still alive down there. I feed him every night, <laughs> okay. but he's buried up to his neck. <laughs> Until he, until he accepts Jesus, he's staying down there. <laughs> you got that's to, the unspoken request. That's the unspoken <laughs> Thank you, man. That's everything I ever wanted it to be and more. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that, that actually was therapeutic. Uh, anyway, Anonymous says, hey, James, I just wanted to say that I love the show, and I've listened to all the episodes three times. Goodness gracious. Oh, I've added up the lot. amount of time that I've listened to it. And it added up to 4,391,280 seconds, 73,188 minutes, 1,219.8 hours, and 50.82 days. So 51 days, basically. That's crazy. Yeah, I loved every single much. millisecond. He says, thank you so oh. much for what you do. God, prayer, and you guys are the only reason I got through when my dad got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. It's been a year and he is fully recovered now. Love you guys in the most masculine way possible. Anonymous. Oh, that's sweet. Whoa. That's awesome. And, and hallelujah for that full recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. We love it when God does good things. You know? Yeah. And, and, and that we get to be a part of it. Actually, we weren't, we weren't part of it because yeah. we didn't do any of the prayer. But, but we were blamed part of the solution like like he Help, got yeah through it getting them through because of anonymous us. getting anonymous through so anyway we got a couple of announcements uh always wanting to let you know about our new phone number uh call tool free 833-55-STORY 833-557-8679 it's a new way for you to send in stuff and we love it if you use it so please do 833-55-STORY call us now and uh we also need intros you know the little things that we play like Hi, this i'm james and I, I'm James. No, I'm James. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but he was obviously James and he was talking to himself and stuff like that. So if he could do it, you can do it. So e email oh, us intros. All you do is record them on your phone or you can call them in to the toll-free number that I just mentioned and you can email them to james at nlcast.com, james at nlcast.com and we will get them and use them and we're out. We, we need more. So send as many as you want. Uh, just use one per email. That would help me out a lot. Don't send like 10 in one email. If you're going to make 10, send 10 emails. It would be great. Um, all right. Anyway, 
Uh, this uh, is time for listener stories. All right, this segment is brought to you by our sponsors. All right, this is a story from Brian Carroll from Rossville, Georgia, and it is called My hey, I think I know him. My running buddy. Do you think you know him? I think I do. That I think this might be the Brian Carroll that used to go to school here. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm in the process of training for a marathon in November. As oh. my training run gets longer, I'm having to start there earlier in the morning. Since the summer is dwindling down, most of my runs are in the dark. So I recently acquired a new running light. It's an LED strip on a belt with an adjustable high beam high in the center. And it makes these Ooh. dark morning runs much safer. It allows me to see pretty far in front of me, except for when things are camouflaged a bit. Or boating. This morning, I went to the park where I normally run, and I got my light belt situated and started on a six-mile training run. Within the first quarter mile, I realized I didn't love the angle of the center light, so I started to adjust it. However, as I was looking down at the light, there was something running down the road in front of me. So he's running. <laughs> he's adjusting his light. He's not really paying attention where he's running, but he sees something. I looked up and saw something black in front of me. There was one single eye pointed in my direction. Mm, I looked closer. <laughs> there was a very bushy black tail extending up from that single squinty eyeball. Then it dawned oh. on me. That wasn't an eyeball. I was looking at the South end of a northbound skunk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <was an> eyeball. <laughs> it was running Ugh. in the same direction. I was running, which, <laughs> which meant that it had its business end pointed right at me. I was literally Ooh, dangerous. That. I was literally chasing a skunk down the road in the dark. So <laughs> needless to say, I put the brakes on and started backpedaling as fast as I could. I think I ran faster backwards than I do forwards. <laughs> and thankfully I escaped the encounter without experiencing the skunk's odoriferous fury, but I definitely kept my eyes on the road the rest of the morning to make sure I didn't have any other running buddies that I needed to avoid. Mm. Thanks for all you guys do. Brian Carroll from Rossville, Georgia. Excellent Thanks, Brian. Story. If I know you in real life, it was great. If I don't, go Georgia. Go Roger. Georgia. Go dogs. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> go tech. Go dogs. Uh, well, you know, in Georgia, everybody cheers for the some team, yeah. Georgia team. Yeah. I, I was a big Georgia Bulldogs fan when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I never watched a single game. I just liked the Bulldog. And I would you draw just like him. the the logo, right? Yeah, Uga, I guess his name is. Right? Uga, yeah, that's yeah. that's right. They that's what they call the dog. Yeah. So I I was a big fan of the dog, and so I had a stool, I had a jacket, I had a t shirt, I had a hat. You know, I had stuff, and I wanted more. I wanted to paint my room with with really Georgia Bulldogs colors, and my parents black and red have it. Wouldn't have it. Wouldn't have no. it. They didn't let me start decorating my own room until I was in high school. And by then, it was Ninja Turtles, and it was Spider-Man. Yeah. And I remember was, that Spider-Man you had painted on your wall. That was cool. That was pretty cool. I ripped it right off of uh, 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 McFarland. Yeah. Jim McF or Jeff McFarland. Wow. So. He didn't know, and I'm sure he didn't mind. He no. would have been honored. Yeah. All yeah. right. So uh, Maureen has a story for us. Oh, she does. She does have a doozy of a story. This is about scarring sisters. <laughs> this story is so twisted and wonderful. It's so twisted. Something it is. twisted. 
But she says it's a silly sister story. Oh, no, it's scarring. I have a silly sister story, she says. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is starting off to be like a, a Dr. Seuss, but it's not. It's so much not. <laughs> when I was younger, much younger, my sister and I didn't have a lot of toys to play with, and we were stuck at home, so we made up our own games. <laughs> Can I just play this real quick? <laughs> we played our own games. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. That's that. If we had like some kind of scary music in the background, yeah. something. You have any of that? No, no probably not. <laughs> this is a family show. We don't have scary music. Well, one of our terrible games was a game called "quote unquote" make you cry. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> one of our terrible games was a "make you cry" game. That's what she says. <laughs> We sat across from each other and looked deep into each other's eyes and took turns insulting each other until the older <laughs> sister started to cry. That's so terrible. Maureen, why? <laughs> oh, but this doesn't stop there. For example, we'd say things like, you're so ugly and stupid. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I wish she would have expounded more and, 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 and maybe relived that moment where, oh. where she... <laughs> I don't know how I, I could never play that game. <laughs> no, John, what, you never could. You couldn't. I could. Mm. <laughs> I would be good you at want, that you game. Want, you want to try playing it? I can't. No, I can't even try it. I, I can't even oh. imagine saying something mean about you, James. Well, thanks, man. You're a guy who... You're a guy... That plays video games and likes Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, you showed me. Are you me. crying yet? Yeah, I am. Oh, You're so ugly and stupid. I just can't imagine the things that they had to say to make each other cry. Yeah, they're just sitting there right across from each other. You're so ugly and stupid. Well, this is how the game would go. You know, they'd say stuff like that, and the crier would wipe their tears. <laughs> That's how you, I guess, how you lost? Yeah, yeah. And, Whoever cries and, first loses. And the insulter would say, sorry. <laughs> then, then though, the oh. crier would, would take a turn and give it their best shot. <laughs> so twisted. This is such a girl thing, man. I hate to say girl thing, but this <laughs> is well, no. like a boy thing would be to punch each other until ouchies or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'd bounce a ball at each other and try to hit each other in strategic locations, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Maureen agrees with you. She says, I'm sure there's a psychological reason we played this torture <laughs> game. All I can say is girl drama is so real. We make it up just so we can have something to do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I hope you find this story funny, even though it's a little disturbing. Take care, Maureen. Maureen, yeah, y'all got y'all got more to talk about. Y'all need to get together and undo what you done when you was kids. <laughs> That's not, I'm I'm guessing that Maureen and her sister are probably Gen X kids. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just because you know, I, I'm just guessing. Yeah. But you know how we, we these Gen X generations we that we grew up in we were so tough. Yeah, and we we didn't have raised ourselves a little bit. We, yeah. yeah, we didn't have Minecraft. Is that what you said? I, no, we didn't have i iPads. We didn't have our heads stuck oh. in a device. Right, yeah, you right. Know? 
and we not, our games were like this. <laughs> You're ugly and stupid. <laughs> ugly and stupid. It's so or the refrigerator up. game. It's so messed up. Where we make disgusting things and try and feed each other, and whoever oh, threw we, up was. We, we called those walk. yucky delights. <laughs> yucky delights. Yeah, we're gonna make some yucky delights. <laughs> mm. What is this? Don't ask. Just drink it. Just drink it real quick. Just Probably should drink it for fast. You. So yeah, anyway. drink it real fast. Anyway, I got you another. Even taste it. Got another story called "Confusing Cousins" by Mallory. She says, "I went on a Caribbean cruise uh, with about seventeen of my cousins. Good lord! Wow, how rich are they? They took up the whole boat. It's like half of them, by the way. Anyway, oh, <laughs> are you a rabbit, Mallory? Are you a human? <laughs> or are you a rabbit? Anyway, me and my best friend Ra- Rachel were sitting in the hot tub." uh talking when these adults said hey are you guys twins and i said no but we're double cousins and that's why we look a lot alike and the woman said what's that and rachel blurted it's where sisters marry brothers (laughs) and they tried to be nice but the man muttered to the woman under his breath isn't that like illegal and after that (laughs) rachel started to cry laugh because we realized how horrible we explained it Okay, so now I know you guys are really confused, so allow me to explain double cousins. It's where illegal. It's, it's where one set of sisters marry a different set of brothers. So I hope this makes it on oh, the show. Okay, so they're not related. Right. It's it, it would be like way. if me and my brother married two of your sisters. Right. Okay. And then yeah. our kids would then norm would look more like our our their cousins of each other. That makes sense. It still yeah. seems wrong and something that should be on the learning channel, but um yeah, double cousins. I didn't even know that was a thing. Maybe it's yeah, a, maybe it's a Georgia I, thing. I, the, the more you know. <laughs> I bet it happens more in Georgia than anywhere else. Double cousins. Hey, we're double cousins. My brother is actually my uncle and my dad. Wait. Oh, I don't know. What I, I love you, John. You know that, right? That's why I always, yeah. I always save the uh, slip and fall, break bone stories for you. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my mind in the right place here because this is uh, one of those. Apparently, yes. Thank you. This comes to us from Dylan Champlain, Champlain from Emite, Louisiana. Louisiana. This is a sonic slip, James. You ready for a sonic slip? Yep. Yep. It all started one summer day in late July, 2022. That was this last month, right? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Okay. We're not. Yeah. 2022. I was working at my local Sonic as a car hop. One of the amazing benefits of being a car hop at Sonic is that I get to keep 100% of the tips that I collect throughout the day. It's nice. That's the way it should be. I, that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, I, th- I think that. I mean, you you carried it. You should get. I didn't know that you tipped the people. That I feel terrible now because I've never tipped a person I've at Sonic on on occasion. I've tipped. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Ah oh, man. Yeah, John, you're a terrible person. I am a bad person. I just thought it was like you know I don't tip the person at Chick Fil A when they bring me my my no, chicken. No, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Should I? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. But the Sonic people get tips. They 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 enjoy them, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I now I know. I don't think it's required, but I, obviously, you know, it's it's a good thing to do. 
And well, good I'm never people, going to Sonic again. Good people like me do it occasionally oh, for fast man. service, you know? But when it's crap service, which is most of the time, I don't tip. <laughs> oh, when they throw your food at you through the window, all they I, don't even all smile. All I do is order giant Route 40, Route, Route, uh, what is it? It's not, yeah, Route 44. Route 44, yeah, 44 ounce drink. Love those things. You gotta hold that baby with two hands. Diet Coke with cherry, dude. Oh man. Anyway. I'm a I'm a I'm a cherry limeade kind of guy. And that crushed ice, delicious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Dylan says it it was brought to my attention that if I started wearing skates while delivering orders, I could get a dollar raise. Dude, I'd be in skates. I would yep. I'm all about uh efficiency and a dollar raise. So before I go any further, let me make it clear that I've been skating for about three years, so I am not a complete newbie to the sport. Oh, I've been skating since I was like five, so whatever. I know. Man, we used to go to the skating rink. Yeah, the roller rink, as I used to call it. Roller rink. That's right. Yes. And that's where I learned how to skate and in get In front of girls. About. Yeah. <laughs> in front of girls. That's oh, the yeah. worst. You had to learn in front of girls. After much thought, I finally decided to bring my skates to work to not only get my raise, but to also show off to all my non-skating workers that I know what to do. I'm getting that money. I walked into work with my skate bag and was bragging to everyone uh, about my skills and talents. Mm. I put the skates on, laced them up, and grabbed the first order for the day. As I rolled outside with a tray of drinks, I failed to notice some spilled substance on the concrete ahead of me. Well, for those that aren't aware, wet, slippery substances and skates do not mingle very well. I was right next to the customer's vehicle when all of a sudden my feet slipped out from underneath me and the drinks went everywhere. To help stop my fall, I thrust my right arm out instinctively. Mm, I mm. came down reasonably hard and heard a slight pop, but I didn't think much of it. Nah, don't. I forgot this was a pain story. Yeah, it's a pain story. Mm, okay. A little bit, I didn't think little, much of it. A little bit of pain. Yeah, a little bit of pain. Don't worry about it. Just get back up and go to work. Go skating. Yeah, and I just assumed it wasn't anything major. Well, as I continued working throughout the night, I realized that my wrist looked a little crooked <laughs> and hadn't stopped throbbing. Does this look broken to you? And it's like a Z shape, you know? <laughs> it's a little crooked. <laughs> it's all I went to the hospital, and I found that I had indeed fractured one of the growth plates in my wrist. Oh. In his wrist. I- I wonder if Dylan knows anything about workman's comp. Yeah, true. Yeah, because, uh, well, maybe he does, because now Sonic says I'm not allowed to skate anymore until I'm 18. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it makes it on the show. (laughs) Oh, Dylan, I hope that your arm is healed. And uh, if I'm ever in Amite, Louisiana, I'll be sure to visit uh, your But he's not tipping. He's a cheap... Son of a gun. I will. I was going to say I will tip on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. I'll ask for Dylan. Believe it when we see it. All y'all in Amite, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but all y'all in Amite, Louisiana, I'm going to say it wrong again. Go visit Dylan at Sonic and and give him a good tip. Make him famous. Make him famous. Make him famous. I heard you on that story show. Yeah, there's there's a Sonic near my 
just my stomping grounds that says that they are hiring people with skates that can skate. Really? Yeah. And, uh, it is pretty impressive people that can do it. I, I, I say I would throw on skates and, and go skating around, but, um, Chick-fil-A would not be the place for that. <laughs> I have to wear non-slip shoes, you know, because we're working with right. fries and fried foods and things like that. Yep. And, and it, it, there's, there is a, a slickness going on backstage and, uh, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to be on on, on daggum <laughs> roller skates. You would you'd end up face first in a fryer, and that's the truth. Uh, this is called the Wrong Walker, and it's hilarious. And it's from Laura Hollingsworth from Colfax, California. So my aunt has had health woes, but thankfully, it looks like she's on the mend. Yesterday, her son was supposed to get a walker for for her from his extended family. And they kept messaging and asking what happened because he never came and picked it up. But he's like, I did pick it up. And my mom has it. Upon closer inspection, it was discovered that he'd been given the incorrect address and he'd gone to the wrong house. Somehow still ended up with a walker. When an elderly lady answered the door, he just said, hey, I'm here to pick up the walker for my mom. And she says, well, I have one. And she just gave him the walker. <laughs> no questions. <laughs> as if it was the most natural thing in the world for a random person to come over to her home expecting stuff so never underestimate the generosity of a random elderly woman she probably gave hers well i have one i was gonna use it later but i suppose you can stand by the door for the rest of the day now there's an old lady waiting by the door waiting for a walker to come back home it's terrible it's terrible all right, so now we have a Chick-fil-A story, believe it or not. It's a, a voicemail, and uh, it's called My Pleasure, so here we go. Hey, James and John. Jared from Anaheim hey. calling with a story for that story show. I'm in the drive-thru for Chick-fil-A, and to avoid hearing my pleasure, I, <laughs> I just don't say thank you. I say things like awesome, great, whatever. I just told the lady who confirmed my order, I said, awesome, and then I didn't say anything, and she said, thank you, and so I said, my pleasure, back at her. Turn on the table. Thanks. <laughs> That's great. You can also throw money at us. We don't care. Uh, you don't have to say thank you. You just throw money. So Good. Oh, man. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> he said, my pleasure. He got it back. He got it back. You know, we don't have to say it in the back room, in the back. Um, no. some, some people do. And I think it's because they work up front sometimes and sometimes in the back, and it's just yeah. best for them to go ahead and go. But when somebody says thank you to me, I'm just like, no problem. Or, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, naturally. You should change it up and say, it's my joy. It's my absolute privilege and joy. I just, I love doing things for you. I anticipate It's my shoe. So. Or no, you say, it's my pressure. I, I, I like adding the word poo onto words. And trying to make them into jokes. So what? Uh, like you do did that? Earlier do that today. right now <laughs> with poo calculus. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. So I'll yeah. just say it's my. You're making fun of me. <laughs> so I'll just say it's my poo pleasure. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I do. I do. And you're ugly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I want to make you cry. I want to make you cry so bad. <laughs> so, 
Anyway, that is the show, guys and gals. Uh, surely you have a funny life story. Maybe you thought of one just now. Whatever your story is, call us toll free. 833-55-STORY or email thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. Thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you later. John's ugly. Oh, isn't that true? We even got tears. <laughs> I'm gonna make you cry. Yeah, you're a butt face. Oh, wow, that that hurt. Did it? Did it really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Never, I'm... never been called such a terrible thing. I don't even think we can rate the show G-rated anymore. They rated E for everyone except for people who can't stand the word butt. I meant I meant with one T. Oh, your your <laughs> butt face. But okay, so you're you you would be good looking, but you're a butt face. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to get away with that anywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for doing the show, John. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thanks for all our patrons, and thank you for our listeners. And uh, I think tune in every week. Join us live Thursdays, 5 p.m. Central. See ya.